Jesus said, Man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Have you ever watched, I've watched on YouTube, I'm a sucker. So, all right, on YouTube, all I do, that's my only purpose, anytime I get on YouTube, is to simply check the comment section with, with Right Response Ministries. Because sometimes people are just obscene, and you got to delete a comment from time to time, or I want to respond, blah, blah, blah. Here's the problem. That takes about 20 minutes. The problem is I often spend 40 minutes because on YouTube, they'll be, and YouTube knows, their algorithm is, it's legit. They know what they're doing. You got to give them, you got to give them props. They're, they're oppressive too in censoring true information, but you got to give them props with the strategy. So they know what I'm a sucker for. One thing I'm a sucker for, killer whales. And boom, so I'll be, I'll be going on there to check, you know, just the comment section for right response. But on it. There's, there's a video of killer whales. And here's one thing, and, and I'm a sucker, and I'll click on that. It's like a 12-minute video. And I'm like, oh, I wish it was three minutes, but I, I guess I'm watching 12 minutes of killer whales because I, I don't know what else to do. I'm way too curious about what these killer whales are going to do to pass up on this video. So one thing that killer whales do is they don't just eat. They don't just hunt to eat. But killer whales are one of the only animals, one of the only predators that will play with their food. You know, at, at the risk of sounding a, a little bit gruesome, they'll take a seal and they'll throw it around like a bowl while it's still alive and then rip it in half. Now, that is not some, something that they have to do instinctually in order to get sustenance or nourishment. Just eat the seal. You don't have to, it's not like they're throwing it in the air because that somehow fills their bellies. No, they're bloodthirsty. They're violent. There's a reason why they're called killer whales. And they are the apex predator in the ocean. Great white sharks... If you want a good time, go on YouTube and look up killer whale versus great white shark. Whew. Uh, spoiler alert, the killer whale wins. That is the apex predator of the sea. All right, so killer whales, they're vicious, they're dangerous, but they don't just kill to eat. There's this, this blood lust. There's, there's this playing, this, this torture of, of their prey. That's the language that David's using. So it's twofold, all right? So keep this in your mind to simplify it, twofold. These men are, are, are starving dogs, on the one hand, who growl if they don't get their fill. So they're hungry for something. And what is it that they're hungry for? They're hungry for the oppression of the righteous. They're hungry for the abuse of God's people. They're hungry for power, for dominance. That's what they're hungry for. The dominance over the righteous, power, and tyranny is their food source. It's what sustains them. It's what nourishes them. This is the food on which they live. Their diet is tyranny. We live in a nation like that. We have a current administration in our nation like that. Their diet is tyranny. Tyranny of the righteous. So that's on the one hand, starving dogs. It is their food. It's their sustenance. It's their diet. On the other hand, wild dogs, ravaged dogs, bloodthirsty that they not only are doing this because it's their sustenance, but they're doing it because it's their joy. They get a sick, sadistic sense of pleasure out of the persecution of the righteous. They're bloodthirsty. They have bloodlust. They don't just kill to eat. They do eat. They thrive on tyranny as though it were their sustenance. But they don't just kill to eat for, for nourishment. They, they also they kill for pleasure. There's a bloodlust. They delight in the oppression of the righteous. That's what we've seen so far in verse 2, 14, and 15. Now, David's own home, it's surrounded by these bloodthirsty men. It's a mob. 
It's a mob. It's mob justice. Now, we have that all the time. We have that in social media. We have that with corporate America. We have that with big tech. We have mob justice. We, we live in the Me Too generation, right? Innocent until proven guilty? Nope. Believe all women. What about when it's Joe Biden? Oh, then never mind. Due process. Okay, well, now he's off the hook, and we have a conservative who's in question. Okay, back to believe all women. Right? So the point is, we have mob justice where evidence can't be presented, arguments cannot be made, reason cannot be appealed to because you're talking about men who are without reason. They're not reasonable men. They're not moral men. This mob justice kind of thing that just cries out where you just destroy someone's life over the internet, someone you don't even know, and everybody pitches in, and everybody starts to get angry with one another, and this mob justice happens, and it brings somebody down who may be innocent. That's what David has, but not in the digital virtual sphere. David has this happening with flesh and blood, physically, literally. There are men literally physically surrounding his house, driven by madness, without an ounce of reason. They have pledged their allegiance to King Saul, who is a madman. King Saul has given up on reason a long time ago. The Bible says that the Lord sent into him an evil spirit. And the Lord did it. It's an evil spirit from the Lord. That'll mess with some of your theology, right? That God only blesses. No, the the, the Lord actually sends out evil spirits at times, according to what he did with Saul. So an evil spirit from the Lord comes into Saul and begins to torment him. And slowly but surely, as Saul hardens his heart and rebels against the commands of God, this evil spirit gains more and more control, more and more power, and the reason of Saul begins to dissipate. The, the, the reason, the logic, the, the, the sensibleness of Saul begins to utterly disappear. And by this point, Saul is driven mad to the point where he's already tried to pin David to the wall with a spear. For no reason. He's been hunting him down, using all of his resources to the point where it's actually a detriment to the kingdom. Where resources should be expended in other arenas, in other ways. And yet Saul's saying, we need hundreds of men to hunt down one guy who's done nothing wrong. It's bad stewardship. It makes no sense. There's no rhyme or reason to what Saul's doing. He is a mad king. He's a king of madness. And this king of madness has soldiers in his platoons, in his ranks, that have pledged their allegiance to madness. They know the king is mad, and yet they will not stand up to him. And they have joined him in his bloodlust. They have joined him in his quest for power and to do that which is wicked. As a special thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll be happy to send you a free digital book from our store, to access this offer, visit rightresponseministries.com offer. We highly recommend Pastor Joel's book, Am I Truly Saved? If you or someone you know has wrestled with doubts about the love of God, this would be a great resource. As a reminder, to get this offer, go to rightresponseministries.com offer. And thank you for your generous support.